0: Before we get into this episode, let's take a moment to say rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Thoughts and prayers go out to the family. What up? What up? What up, everyone? Welcome to episode 53 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Go grab yourself some body armor. Combo Nation, we are out here. Today's show... Hollow the Don joins in for episode 53 of Combos Court. Hollow is arguably the greatest battle rapper to ever live. We discuss more than just battle rap and basketball. A great conversation. I think you guys will really enjoy it. Go check out LOMclothing.com. That's L-O-M-C-L-O-T-H-I-N-G dot C-O-M. That's Hollow's clothing label. We talk more about that in the episode. You could follow me on Instagram at 12combo. That's O N E. T W O C O M B O. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, write on your Apple Podcast app. Shout out to the Spotify community as well. We see you. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. Luca on the track. This is a basketball podcast, so I just kind of wanted to hear from you. Growing up in Queens, what was, what was your background with basketball? Uh, we were playing ball like a lot of people did in New York City because it was so
1: popular. Um, played everything from uh, Elm Court tournaments to Gauchos, to Junior Knicks to AAU. The list goes on. Played with um, Ron Artest. Played, we were playing with Ron Artest's brother. Played with Mikey Flaggson.
0: Danny Artest? Yeah, with
1: Danny. That's my man.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we played in college together. He was on oh, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah, that was my guy. We went to um, we went to two hundred four together.
1: Um, he was in, he's from Queensbridge, and I ended up going to two hundred four because I got kicked out of one twenty six in Queens. So I went to two hundred four with uh, yeah, with him. play junior next with him. Um, play with um, what is it, Speedy, Speedy Claxton's brother. Um. No, I played with a lot of people, like um, prominent people and stuff, that all, all people related to people that was prominent.
0: Oh, okay. So then, when you started rapping, did you feel like did you start rapping in New York? Is that when you started?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started um, in New York for sure. I would say I was more writing. Um, when I went to Houston as a, as you know, I guess a getaway or something because I didn't have much friends. But like, I definitely when I was came back to New York. 'Cause I, I came back to go to L I C in high school and I definitely remember that's the first time I ever like spit my stuff or let people hear was like right there in the story of Park.
0: Right. So when you started rapping, did you feel like you just had an innate ability or it was something you worked on? How did it go? Like did you just have it right from the start?
1: Nah I told you I was writing in Houston and Texas, um, at the release, um just because I was like the only New York kid out there. I didn't meet nobody else from New York. You know, it's different when some people move to Virginia, right? You know, even Atlanta, you you meet people from New York. But you know, I was in Houston, Texas, closer to the West Coast. You got a better chance to meet somebody from LA
0: than New York. So um, Right. So I wanted to segue to this, man. You you built a brand, um, Loyalty Over Money. What have you learned about yourself? And what what have you learned about people from building your brand?
1: Uh, I've learned so much, bro. I could could write a book on what I learned, and I might write a book one day on what I learned. But I definitely could give you the most recent thing I've learned that I'm still working on with a lot of situations I've been in recently is, um, like, tarnished relationships or wrong relationships. And I really had to learn that... um, one, one thing about me is I'm a passive person. I'm not um, as aggressive or, 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 or outspoken as I should be in certain situations. So right. i got to stop letting circumstances decide my situation. I've been in a lot of relationships. I've been in a lot of situations where I just go with the flow, and I let the circumstance decide it. So I wait for something to happen or, some, or someone to do something for that situation to get solved rather than me being a man and saying, yo, you know what, I'm not feeling this. Let's dead this. Yo, I I don't like this from the jump. It's not going well. I'm not with this. But I'd rather be like, oh, no, it's going to work out. Oh, let's see how it goes. Or maybe even have my own selfish motive. Like, oh, I need this right now, so let me keep this person around. You know what I'm saying? Right.
0: Sure, and I feel like in this era you could really take matters into your own hands. Yeah, it's a self sufficient era for sure. What's your reasoning for battling, man? Is is it for the love? Is it for the money? Just why do you battle? Um, at this
1: point it's a combination of everything. Um, I can add on to that is um love, money. I feel like the game needs me. Um you gotta step up to creativity. Like when I come in, you know, it's definitely always something different being done, whether it works or not love to do it. It's just it's damn near an addiction to a certain extent, especially when you're watching other battles and you see other battles, and, like, y'all want to get in there. So, um, there's a list of reasons. So I can name a lot of reasons, but, um, those are some good ones there
0: already. Do you feel there's, like, do you feel there's are some, like, r- rules in battles, or you could just really just say whatever you want, when you want?
1: Yeah, that's the rules. Ain't no rules. That's the number one rule. Ain't no rules. Like, you can tie to the whatever you want because there's contracts but like what you're not gonna get your other half is the only really um the consequence like what are you gonna sue big k like what it is it's not big k llc it's not big k s corporation like what are we what are you gonna sue here from a, uh you know what i mean you might gonna stop them from like working with the future or something but i don't know how you would sue a uh
0: Okay, yeah, no, because I was watching that um with so LeBron and Drake was saying because Pusha, like MS, like you mentioned MS, and there there are rules in battling.
2: Well, that's a different type of battling. That's on record. You know what I mean? That's a different yeah. kind of battle. And so those, you know, th- they can say like Drake and Pusha and people that like, come on set the rules and guidelines there. Like Drake can't set the rules and guidelines, with the rules in battle rap, you might have said in music battling on record for this generation in time because, you know, he's one of the gods doing it, so he has enough to do that, but he can't do that
0: for battle rap. Like, nah, he can't set no rules for battle rap. I feel like in this day and age, you know, rappers respond to each other on, like, podcasts and interviews, more like, and and less on wax or less even in, like, the kind of battle that you do. Do you see the same thing, and can you speak to that?
2: Yeah, I mean, honestly, even, like, besides bad, like, diss records and and responding – you know, a lot of people say their feelings on Twitter and Facebook and when it used to go on a record. That's why it's probably so much less music or so much less, you know, pain being spit into these bars and this music because they'll just tweet it that day. Or they'll just post up on IG and their feelings is out there and they ain't got to wait to put out a record now. So I think social media has right. a lot to do with that too, of like, you know, people could express themselves so freely um, and get it out to the public and the masses that, they're not worried about putting it in the music because they could do it right away on a podcast or with
0: a tweet. Yeah, do you feel like that takes away from the music? Because, you know, so yeah. much of hip-hop has been, has been like, off battles. you know?
2: It clearly does, bro. A million percent it takes away from the music because, like I said, you already know what that dude's going through. You already see what's going on before he put in the music. Like Some people, I guess, niggas, niggas this day and age ain't patient enough to, like, wait for it to get mixed and messed. Like, nah, they got to hear what I'm going through now. Nah, I'm going through it. So they'll post it, tweet it, go on in the interview and talk about it, and it gets expressed through that way instead of through the music. And, you know, that's where it used to be uh, pre-social media era. All that pain was going into music and the bars.
0: and Pre-social media, do you feel it was harder to get into the music business then, even though you obviously needed to do more to get your music out? Now there's so much more competition. So who do you feel like kind of has the advantage when you were growing up or the kids now to get into the music business?
2: No I can't say it's just it's perks and, and uh, pros and cons on both sides. so I can't say I think it I think it all works on a hard work or hard grinding thinking outside the box, regardless of, of what it had to been. I know but does probably say back then it was more about skills and if you was nice, I understand that, but you still had enough skills to think outside the box and be creative. And you still had to have a hustle and you still had to go out your way to get known. So, you know, forever, forever hard work the hustler is always going to be anybody in any era, any time you're in. And consistency. I think that's a big part yeah. of it, too. Well, that man. goes hand to hand with a hustler. Hustling, about to be in, you're not a hustler if you are consistent. You know what I mean? That's like right. a stone cold hustler is always dropping something, always like with the clothes and stuff. Like you could say, y'all, y'all see my hustle. Like with the battle rap, y'all see my hustle. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a stone cold hustler. Right.
0: Yeah, so you know, I seen you battle math recently. Uh, you've been battling a lot actually lately. Who, is there somebody you really want to battle, like, like take the money aside, like, is somebody like I really want to battle that guy?
2: Well, yeah, that truck stops battling a lot now. I'm not battling or not no more, and I'm actually battling the next person. I battle is who I want to battle. So it, uh, I answer both of them questions real quick, <laughs> but I just can't announce it because that's not my job. I got you. But got yeah, you. my next battle is a person that I want to battle. Them last. The last four or five battles, I haven't battled somebody I want to battle since Charlie Clips. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't say that. I, I, I would say Pat Stay because I chose to battle Pat stay and that was as a fan. That wasn't like wanting to battle Pat because, you know, competition and, you know, th- don't get it wrong. If I'm obviously a fan, I think he's fine, and I think he's a competitor. But the last person I battled, like, for competition, and I really thought could kill me, and I was, like, really going all in was Charlie Clips.
0: Do you feel like if he really wanted to be, I know outside of yourself, because I know you pro- You obviously should think, and you probably do think that you're the greatest. He- I-, I feel like he was the most talented battle rapper. Do you feel that way? And like he just wasn't motivated? Because you kind of spoke to that in that battle.
2: Nah, I mean, I don't get me to talk. And I don't, I don't believe in not motivated or just didn't care. Like, it's your lazy. That's what I call it. I call it lazy.
0: So who do you feel are the top five battlers of all time, in your opinion?
2: Mm, damn, that's hard to do. Excluded myself or included myself?
0: Yeah, including yourself, and let's just do guys that were active on um Smack.
2: Oh, just Smack?
0: So, yeah, yeah. Make it, make it, sim- make it. Okay,
2: simple. so uh, I definitely would throw uh me first at the top of the list. I would throw okay. Lux second at the top of the list. Um, third would either be, you know, I'm not gonna put them in order. I would just say okay. me, Lux, Conceited, Verb. And, um, uh, nah, what'd I wouldn't say, Mook? Um,
0: cause he didn't battle enough, right? Yeah,
2: like, Mook is like, um, like Jerry West to me. Like, Mook is like Julius, the battle Urban.
0: rapper, Jerry West.
2: No, 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 no. Oh, uh, nah, that's funny. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's nah, uh, nah.
2: funny for that. <laughs> I got,
0: I got <laughs> balls.
2: That was a good one. <laughs> um, yeah, he's like, he's like Julius Urban to me. Like, he's never, like, even if he dished stuff back in the day, wasn't major neither. Like, Julius Urban never won a bunch of rings like Bird and Jordan and them. <laughs> Like, yeah. So he's like Dr. J to me, where he's the template of like he he laid the foundation, but we took it to another level. So now i would throw um me Lux um who would I say me Lux conceded and verb. Yeah, me Lux conceded and verb, and I probably throw like you could throw anybody from Sue Surf to Rock in there, Calico. You know what I'm saying Clips is
0: up there. Clips is up there too. He had a run.
2: So you're asking me yours, or, or what are we doing
0: here? <laughs> <laughs> I got you. No, I got you. We got, you. We, <laughs> we got your five.
2: Yeah, I might throw in DNA time. before I throw in clips, because I respect consistency, and I respect just, you know, maintaining a high level of, 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 of material, and DNA's done that, and he always gets overlooked.
0: Who you got winning the NCAA tournament?
2: What's that?
0: You don't know what the NCAA tournament is?
2: I mean, I do, but I don't know what's going Like, I don't watch TV, bro. I don't know who's in it. I just know Zion Williams, right?
0: <laughs> Zion Williamson. Yeah, that's all oh, I, know. I know.
2: Zion Williamson, and that's because he ripped through the shoe, and that was legendary. I had to see that. But nah, bro, I don't I don't okay. keep up with nothing. I grew up watching basketball. If you want to talk basketball, we got to go, like, prior 2000, like 05 and back, and I could talk crazy basketball with you, but we get into, like, 2010 and up like i don't know nobody i don't even i can't even name one play on the knicks right now i don't know nobody i don't watch no tv i don't watch you know what i'm saying unless it motivate me you know what i'm saying so i don't i don't know what's going on in basketball
0: that's crazy but that's interesting though um so let's end with tell me tell me
2: who's in it though i I assume duke is in it because they got zion
0: yeah, I mean they're at the Sweet 16 now. I think UNC is gonna win. Duke's still in it. Kentucky's still in it. Oh, you was asking
2: my it. predictions for the Final Four because it's Sweet 16 right now.
0: Yeah, it's Sweet 16 right now. I just wanted to see who you thought would win. I wasn't even asking for the four, just because I think UNC is gonna win. But oh, uh, good if you. If yeah, no, was, I was, I was, was playing.
2: I was playing super stupid. I obviously know what the NCAA tournament is, but I'm just like. <laughs> are <laughs> uh, you that's what's up you see i'm with my son i spent i'd rather spend time with my son than watching basketball man but not i can trust me like i hate i don't even publicly say that because i love basketball like i grew up watching it but i just got to focus on what i got going on and stuff going on like i still hoop i still go ball myself but i'm just not into where, like
0: where do you where do you LA, local
2: LA, gym. yeah la fitness
0: oh, okay okay yeah. so man yeah you met ma- you mentioned your son, and I'm having actually having a son in August. So let me know, man, how has being a father changed your life?
2: Oh, it's incredible, man. It definitely ain't changed my life at the beginning. It took a while. I, I think it was changing gradually, and I didn't see it. Because I at the first year, I was like, yeah, people always say you yeah, change. And I was like, that shit wasn't me. I didn't change. And then now when I look back, I'm like, damn, I drastically changed. You know, I started caring about like my content. I started caring about what I put out to the world. Because you know, we're selfish people, naturally. Like we're all selfish people. So it don't take for for you to have a kid, for you to start. So if you have to have a daughter, you'll start caring about why men call women bees. And, and, you know, you'll start caring about how women get treated because you got a daughter, you know, she's going to be a woman one day. And that's usually how it works. So same thing worked for me. I had a son, you know, I started caring about the content I put out and what I say in public and what I do because I'm raising a young man now. So it's like, you know, definitely a change in in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, so I mean, do you feel like that could affect your killer instinct as a battler, or not really? It did. That's what that's what happened. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's
2: what happened. Like you know, I had my. That's why I said in my last battle, uh, that's when I changed in 2014. If you remember that, that year it was like battle? um, I battled Lux, Joe Buttons, and then Clips right oh, after but,
0: that. Yeah, but Lux was Lux was that was classic. And yeah, yeah.
2: I, I battled uh, Lux uh, right before I had my son. And I battled Joe Buttons uh, right after I had my son, so I was a little what emotional. Was, well, yeah,
0: what what was that situation like, man? There was nobody on the stage. Like, was that different for you that that battle with Joe?
2: Yeah, man, I was going through a lot. Like, even with having my son, um, I, I was going through so much. Um, at that time, that's why I just posted on IG when I put up the pic of uh crying about tech the last time i remember i cried like that was backstage Before i went on stage for the joe buttons battle i was like back there crying for like two minutes while i went on stage just because like i had a you know i can't even say some of the stuff i had going on a lot of family issues personal issues death how my son there not agreeing like it was all type of stuff going on and then i'm coming up on the stage making the decision where i feel like which, which is true, like, I cut all industry ties. Like, I knew what I was saying up there was going to make everybody in the industry hate me. I'm never going to get a music deal, which I wouldn't anyway. But I, I still had hopes, you know what I mean? So right, yeah, it was yeah. like it was over for me. I'm like, I would never be connecting the industry. I would never be looping the industry. And I had to really eat that and understand, like, what I'm doing is really cutting off a line of where I could really had hopes and dreams to be one day. So I was really killing one of my dreams at that battle. So yeah, it was a lot going on. Was it worth
0: it looking back, taking that battle?
2: Of course, it's all worth it. It was it was a conscious decision. It wasn't right. like, you know what I'm saying, I was doing that for a certain reason I hope to gain something. No, it was a conscious decision. I had no ulterior motive. Like I didn't expect nothing out of it. Like I really just went up there and put them on blast when I represent battle rap and I standing behind what I think is right. I would have did it all over. At this point, I would have just not been as emotional about it. I would have seen, excuse me, because I always say emotional. That's not the right term, and that's not the right terminology. It's lack of control of emotions. Because we all got emotions, but it was my lack of control of emotions that night, which had me delivering bars different or crying backstage or like almost fighting Joe Buttons. It was my lack of control of emotions. So that's the only thing I would change, but I would say the same stuff. I would still put them on blast because that's what I represent. That's what I live for. That's like, you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But I don't feel like it, it would it, it would kill your music career, especially if things have changed so much since then. You could just put your own music out, you know? You don't even need a big label mm-hmm. behind
2: you. First of all, my music career was already half dead. So they didn't have oh, to okay. do nothing but kick it down the flight of steps. It just fell for <laughs> You know what I mean? But <laughs> nah, I have to say that it just killed all the connects. Like, even people I was cool with started acting oh, funny, you. even certain industry people. And I was just like, even outside of music, if I, maybe I want to get some shirts today. Maybe I wanted to, you know, just go and kick right. it. You know what I mean? And it was just like, you know, a lot of people, like, looked at me different after that.
0: Well, I mean, I guess those are kind of like fake people. So who wants them around anyway? No, it's, it's,
2: it's just industry. It's not. I wouldn't call it fake. I would say it's more people that don't know me. So if they don't know yeah. you and they go see you do something like that publicly, that's that's what they assume you're the person. Oh, you you like to call people out your pieces. Like they don't know the situation, they didn't know the behind. They're just judging it outside looking in. They have little to no information. They're just really judging this like oh, from a fan's point of view. And you know, I, I really would have like call them fake. I would just call them misinformed. Got gotcha. you.
0: So I see you got um hidden label now. Is that is that under LOM like?
2: No, it's his own separate entity. Hidden label clothing. is a high end brand. It's a uh, brand that I'm aiming to um uh, you know take to the next level. Aiming to really make real money because through LOM we're just pushing loyalty for money, and it's hard to really like try to be a capitalistic and live in a capitalistic system. We live in a capitalistic system, excuse me. So it's hard to have a capitalistic mind state. When your brand is called loyalty over money, it's like I might wanna sell something for expensive or I might wanna like, you know, make triple on something and it don't feel right. And I always gotta keep reminding myself right. this is not what I started LOM about. It wasn't about making money, it wasn't about that. That's why I could feel comfortable with people um making fake LOM or pumping a brand or using a brand and they're not part of it, because at the beginning of the day it was there just to promote loyalty over money. That was my main goal is to promote it i started the clothing line and promote the message so it's like if people are pushing the message and making money off it it's like they're still pushing the message like the agenda is still getting taken care of even though the, the money might not go in the hands of somebody loyal it's like how many loyal people could you find really on this planet period
0: so so why that name the loyalty over money like how did that all start
2: um well i just put a post recently about it but um yeah it really came from me right this uh Right, now, really Jay Z and Dame and
0: Jim Jones and Cam situation uh, to put it in a nutshell. Okay. Yeah, right. that's, well, that's really let me look at it. I'm happy that you came on the podcast, man. Um, tell tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, you didn't talk much basketball, though. Yeah, you. I mean, you you didn't you didn't have much to say, man. You, I gotta go. I gotta go back to 2005 with you. I could. Do yeah, that. I
2: told you. I told you that at the end, though. <laughs> <laughs> Would you start you asked me something best. You asked me why I grew up playing, but you ain't asked nothing about it. you could have said who's your favorite player, who you grew up watching, who's your team, who you think nice now. Shout out my guy Kyrie Irving, man. That's a good dude. Um, like I said, I don't keep up as much, but I definitely know the Celtics. I know Jason Tatum support battle rap, Kyrie do too. Um shout out to the Rockets. That was my another team that I rocked with growing up. I was clearly a Bulls fan, but we'll leave it at that. Uh, that that's all uh, my basketball
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so where, where, where can we find you man where can we find you uh Twitter, instagram all that
2: lomclothing.com no
0: right.
2: find me there
0: all right well thanks for being on combos core you're always welcome back hollow i appreciate you
2: thank you my brother i appreciate you reaching out
0: there it is episode 53 hope you enjoyed the show big shouts to hollow for joining in Don't forget to smash down on that subscribe button. Leave a five-star rating and a friendly comment right on your Apple Podcast app. Follow us on Spotify as well. Be on the lookout for episode 54. Combo out.